Welcome to the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Here you will find powerful messages from our ministry founder and president, Patrick Baker. You will also hear interviews and testimonies, all designed to encourage God's people to come higher in Christ Jesus and experience true power in Him. Join us every week on our prayer line every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. and Tuesday and Friday nights at 7.30 and 9 p.m. respectively. All times are Eastern Standard Time. And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. I want to give God praise and thanks for, you know, all the testimonies, you know, variety, a collage of testimony that reflects the beauty and the splendor of the God we serve. And, you know, it's just just so awesome. I am indeed happy, you know, you have given me another opportunity to breathe in and out. I'm in the land of the living. And we just want to give God praise. Please indeed remember Brother Patrick in your prayer. Let us pray as we ask the Lord this morning for a word. Father in heaven, great God, we come before your presence. We want to thank you for another beautiful morning you have given unto us. For some of us, like Brother Chris, Lord, he has reached, you know, even more into his day already, those who are across the globe, Lord. And we're just so grateful. We're just so thankful this morning but lord we, we we are running on empty and we need our word lord we need to refill lord we need to be recharged by your word but we recognize something lord we recognize that we are sinners saved by your grace so we give you praise and we give you thanks for all that you have done and all that you are about to do in the precious name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we pray and we ask these things with thanksgiving. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. I, I am excited. I am excited because I, I, I'm alive. Many have made plans for today and, and, and we're not able to 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 all that they have planned out and 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 accounted out for was not able to accomplish to to go forth with those plans but you and i this morning what a mighty god we serve what a mighty god we serve thank you thank you lord thank you thank you thank you thank you in jesus name praise you the lord let us turn to the word this morning um, the word this morning is going to be coming from Acts, Acts chapter 10, sorry, Acts chapter 28, rather. Acts chapter 28, reading from verses 1 um, through to 10. I'm going to try, we're going to try and do it short. We know the time is far spent. Acts chapter 28, verses 1 through to 10. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I'm asking you, Lord, Indeed, to give you, I want to give you praise and thanks for your word that as I'm about, oh Lord, to read your word, I'm asking you, Lord, that you will now come. Holy Spirit, take full control and please, oh Lord, in Jesus' name, teach us something, show us something in the precious name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we pray. Amen. 
Acts chapter 28. Lord, thank you. Thank you. And when they were escaped, then they knew what island was called Malta. You see, we know the story. We know the backdrop. We know the background. We know it all in regards to what Paul was, where Paul was going, where the Lord was taking him, all of that. So here it is, a storm occur, and they lost everything. They were shipwrecked. They had to throw everything overboard. They were shipwrecked. They lost everything. Everything. However, they had their life. They lost everything but had their life. Most of us have lost a lot. Almost everything. However, we still have life. We still have the opportunity to make this second chance that was given unto us to make it valuable, to make it according to what the Lord has planned. We have lost everything. However, we still have life. Now this second chance, this opportunity that the Lord has given you and as he has given me this morning, let us make use of it. So they recognize in verse in chapter 28, verse 1, they recognize where they were. Now, we need to recognize where we are. We are on dry land now. We have been, you know, even though we have gone through uh, that stormy season, you are maybe still going through that stormy season. But recognize now that we have life. Recognize now where we are. And as we go to verse 2, it says, And the barbarous people show us no little kindness, for they, for they kindled a fire and received us, everyone, because of the present rain and because of the cold. So here it is that Paul and, and, and all of the people, the, 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 some prisoners and some guards, all of them, according to the word in verse, in chapter 27, verses 37, it's 200, three score and 16 souls. That's how many people was on the ship. 200 three scores, and 16 souls. That's how many people is now on this island. That's how many people who have gone through the shipwreck, but because of the Holy Spirit and how the Lord revealed through Paul, and Paul was able to direct them. Paul was able even to allow them to eat food in the storm. 
in the storm as you go back through 27. But according to verses 2 of chapter 28, it says that God basically went ahead of them, prepared these people on these islands, on this island. They make fire. They, 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 they kindle, their kindness was unlimited. The Lord went ahead and allowed unlimited kindness and favors to be granted to them because they are coming out from the rain. They are coming in from the cold. Imagine being cold and wet. No limit. To the kindness of God. When God moves upon individuals' hearts to grant you and I favors, there's no limit. Have you experienced that? Kindness from someone where you're wondering, wow, Lord, I can't believe that they would do this for me. But the Lord has seen it and have moved ahead of us, create this situation within the hearts of people. Kindness was shown. So here it is that they came in from the rain and they came in from the cold. According to the word in verse 2, they kindled the fire and they received us. Everyone, every soul that was saved from the present rain. What is it that is raining in your life right now? What is it that is causing you to be wet and you are cold? Maybe in your emotions, maybe in your heart, you are cold. You are wet and cold. I remember coming to this country in Canada here and, 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 and experienced the winter for the first time when I was just, I cried, I want to go back home to the heat. Now imagine being wet and cold. Coming from the rain, from your present situation that is causing you the wetness. And not only you're wet, but you're cold. But you see, God's ahead of you. God causes the people for Paul and them to kindle a fire and with fire we know come warmth and when the, the fire warms up from your wet clothing it dries out so now you have fire, you have heat. Here it is that in verse in verses 3 and it says and when Paul had gathered a bundle of stick mercy and I've laid them on the fire. There came a viper out of the heat and fastened on his hand. Mercy, Lord. What is calling coldness in your, in your relationship, in your walk with Christ? 
that, you know, I, I want to do the work, but, man, I'm so timid. I'm, I am shy. I, I, I can't, you know, go up to people and maybe say, hey, good morning, how are you doing, and just create a conversation and then implement God in the conversation and then introduce them to the Lord. You may not know how to do that, but maybe you know how to pray, but, man, I, I got too many things to do, so I can't really find the time to pray. So, you know what I mean? I got to go to the grocery. I got to cook. I got to clean. I got to work. I got to all these lists of things I need to do, and at the end of the night or when the night winds down, I say, you know what, let me fall on my knees, and by the time I fall on my knees, I'm sleeping at the side of my bed or I'm in my prior closet. I, I, I can't really settle down and focus in my prayer because I got too many things that I did that I shouldn't have done that now I got to undo what I have done. Or I got too many things for tomorrow planned. So I can't really focus in the word of what I need to do. What is causing you to be cold? What is holding you captive? Here it is that the fire was kindled in verse 3. Paul went out to gather sticks. Are you still, you know, doing a little bit? You know, Paul was in chains. Paul was in his prison garment. Paul was recognized. He's a prisoner. But yet still he said, listen, man, I will do some work still. I'm not going to just sit back and let those, you know, go, go out by themselves and go gather sticks. Let me go myself as well. Let me gather up a bundle and put towards the fire so we all can be warm. There was a lot of people there. And you want to tell me all these men huddle around this fire. The bigger the fire, the better it will be for everyone. So here it is, Paul says, you know what? The fire is going down. It's going out and everybody's cold. And as some moving close to the fire, they get dried out fast so they can move to the back, so those who are at the back can move into the front. And here it is, Paul says, listen, let me go gather some sticks so I can put on this fire. And here it is, he went out, gathered a bundle, put on the fire, and as he put it on the fire, right away, a viper leached on and fastened himself to his hand right away as you are about to go through this 21 day fast situations are coming up and holding on to you and leeching on to you right away as you are about to, to get that breakthrough or, or do some things that the Lord has called you to do and you said okay Lord I surrender all here I am right away the viper comes out and say no I am going to take you out. And here it is that this thing leached onto Paul's hand. Just as you are about to start the work of the Lord in your family's life, just as you are about to call the family for family worship, just as you are about to lead your, your, your loved ones, your community, your neighbor to the hand and to our Lord. Something came up. The enemy strikes. And we know that Satan is the enemy. We know that situations now just coming out of nowhere. Just as you are about to start this 21-day fast. 
Why? All this time, everything was okay. And just as you are about to surrender everything, something came up. The enemy leached on or latched on, fastened himself onto the hand of Paul, onto your hand, in your life. The enemy has leached on and fastened himself. And verse 4 says, and when the barbarians saw the venomous beast hang on his hand, they said among themselves, no doubt this man is a murderer whom through he had escaped the sea, yet vengeance suffer not to live. Mercy. They saw. People can see the snake. People can see the situation that you are going through. People can see the brokenness you have experienced because the enemy has latched on and he is hanging on your hand. He is hanging in our lives. And here it is that as the barbarians saw it, they recognized what kind of snake it was. It was a venomous snake. It wasn't in Canada here. They have uh, some snakes we call garden snakes. They will bite you, but no harm caused. Not this one. This one was a venomous snake. And as he latched on, he's releasing all that venom inside of Paul. He's releasing all that venom inside of us. You know what I mean? The unforgiveness, the bitterness, the, the, all these things are being coming in because he is latched on. He's latched on in our lives. He's latched on in your situation. And here it is that these same people now who have shown them kindness, they start to whisper to themselves and say, man, look at this. This man is a murderer. You and I are guilty. You and I, according to the word, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. You and I are deserving of death, but Jesus paid it all that you and I can have a second chance, an opportunity to give God praise. So here it is as, 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 as they're talking now and they're saying, listen, you have escaped. The, the storms, you have gone through a few storms in your life. You have gone through a few situations in your life. And here it is now that, you know, you have, you have finally seen some light at the end of the tunnel. You have finally seen some breakthrough. And you're going towards the Lord more and drawing closer. And the enemy strike out of nowhere. Leeching all that venom inside your body. And now here it is that as he's leeching now, they're saying to himself, huh, this man is a murderer. He escaped the, the, the seas. He has escaped all that storm. Yet vengeance suffer not to live. You see, praise ye the Lord that vengeance is not of Satan. According, according to Romans 12, verse 17, vengeance belongeth unto the Lord. 
Vengeance don't belong to Satan. Vengeance belongeth unto the Lord. The Lord who is your savior. The Lord who is your sustainer. Vengeance belongeth unto him. Satan cannot take out vengeance on you. On us. Let us continue to read. It says, verse 5, and he looked off, and he, sorry, and he shook off the beast into the fire and felt no harm. Praise ye the Lord. It's time to shake. It's time to shake off the snake bite. It's time to shake him off in the fire. The same fire that was kindled, the work. It's time to do the work of the Lord. That fire that has been kindled. And you went to get the wood. You went to get the family for that burning. You went to, to, to get that wood. And because he leaves up, it's time to shake him off in the fire. And as you shake him off, you, you know that the heat that comes from the fire causing that circulation burns out that fire of the Holy Spirit burns out every poison that has been let go from this venomous beast into the vein, into the bloodline. The fire purges us from every sin, purges us from every guilt. That fire, that Holy Ghost fire that is caught up within our bones like Jeremiah, he can't keep quiet. That fire God causes Paul to shake him off in that fire. And as Paul shake him off in the fire, he felt no arm. Verse 6 says, How be it that they look, and when they, they looked, when he should have swollen or fallen down dead suddenly. But after they had looked, a great while and saw no harm come to him, they charged, they changed their minds and said, he was a God. Mercy, Lord. You see, they were looking and they say, no, I want to see how you're going to get out of this situation. I want to see how you're going to get out of this venomous bite situation that Satan has laid hold upon your family and has cause husband to go one way and wife to go one way. I'm going to see how you're going to work it out. I'm going to see how you're going to pan out. You're supposed to fall and die, but remember what the word says. Vengeance belongeth unto the Lord. It's not Satan vengeance belongs to. No. Vengeance belongeth unto the Lord. So here it is, the people are looking and said, no, he should have been falling dead. He should have been swollen up. Most of these situations in our lives have swollen up. And most of these situations in our lives, because we have not shaken the enemy off in the fire and his, 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 his tongues are in our, in our arms or wherever he has bitten up. And it's swollen up. But praise be the name of the Lord that Paul is reminding us that we can shake him off in the fire. No harm will come to us. And even though people are watching and looking and saying, let me see. He's supposed to fall dead by 
right now, but you are still going. Even Satan himself is watching and seeing, okay? You should be far dead by now. The generational curses should have taken you out by now. All the brokenness should have been taking you out by now, but the Lord, the Lord who is your sustainer has sustained you thus far. The rape that you have gone through, the assault that you have gone through should have taken you out by now. But God, but God, but God. And verse, verse 7, verse 7, verse 7. In the same quarters were possessions of the chief men of the island whose name was Publius, who received us and lodged us there days continuously. Now, you see, people are watching us. People are looking. And the same people who, 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 who welcome you and entertain you, they're looking because even though you have a snake bite, they know the situation, they know all what you're going through, but they're looking, they're watching. And now this man here is the chief man's, uh, uh, um, uh, his name is Publius, and the chief man of the island, this is his quarter, this is his section of the island per se, where this man rules and, and, and then report back to him. Now, this man here, he's the one who lodged Paul and all these men in for days, feeding them because of the kindness. And notice what verse 8 says, and it came to pass that the father of Publius lay sick of a fever and a blood flux to whom Paul entered in and prayed. And laid hands on him and healed him. Come on now. Remember now. So now Paul laid hand on Publius' father. You see, you were shipwrecked. You were on an island. You were bitten for a purpose. God allowed shipwrecked. To save an entire island, to save your family, God has allowed the shipwreck to come to you so you can throw things off that you don't really need. So God can provide. You see, he calls us to go forward. And in Luke, he tells us that you don't need to bring purse. You don't need to bring nothing. Paul allowed, God allowed shipwreck to come to Paul and his men and all those prisoners. Paul, God allowed shipwreck to come to us as well. Is it there a job that you have lost that you, you can't believe, like, I'm really out of this job? Is it there a situation that, that you can't really believe it wasn't a relationship? But it was for a reason. It was for a purpose. And here it is that the same hands that the snake of bite, because you see, the enemy sometimes thinks that he knows the future and he sees the potential in you. And the same hand that he had a hold of, it's the same hand that was laid upon this man's father. And this man received his healing. 
The same hand that he bit, that he was on, that he hanged on on and tried to push all that venom inside. That same brokenness that the enemy has caused in your life. The same brokenness. That's what the Lord is going to use to bring people onto him. Remember when he said that we must point others to him. Let others know whom we serve. It goes on and it says that in verse 8, the latter end it says, and he laid hands on him and healed him. And verse 9 says, so when this was done, others, mercy, others also which had disease in the island came and were healed. God shipped with Paul to save an entire island. God shipwrecked Paul to save an entire island. God shipwrecked you and I in some situation to save not only us, but to save those who are looking at us. It said, who also, in verse 10, who also honored us with many honors. And when we departed, they load us with such things as we were necessary. You see, the Lord stop us. The Lord deflect our itinerary, you know what I mean? We were heading in one direction. But the Lord says, wait a second, I, I got an entire family there to be saved. Wait a section, I got an entire community that needs to know about me. Wait a second, I, I need you to stop by over there and let a few people know. So I got to puncture your tire. I got to take you out this job. I got to take you out this relationship. I got to whatever it is. God is saying that because I am God. I can shipwreck you for my purpose. You have been shipwrecked for the Lord's purpose this morning. Let us go and gather the sticks. Despite what the venomous snake want to do, he can't kill us. He cannot kill us. The word says, vengeance belongeth unto the Lord. The latter end of Psalm 3, it says, Salvation belongeth unto the Lord. Thy blessing is on thy people. What a mighty God we serve. The Lord shipwrecked us for a purpose. What a mighty God we serve. You have long 
for sweet peace and for faith to increase. And you have earnestly, fervently prayed, but you cannot have rest or be perfectly blessed until all on the altar is laid. Is your all on the altar of sacrifice laid? Your heart Does the spirit control? You can only be blessed and have peace and sweet rest as you heal in your body and soul. Father in heaven, We lay it all this morning on your altar. Jesus, you paid it all. So all to you we hold. Everything, Lord. We are all debtors to you, Lord. We have lost everything in the storm. And now they have gained back, as we see in your word, more than necessary, more than what they need. They have gained it back, Lord. And we're asking you, Father, because you are the one who have allowed the shipwreck to happen to us for your purpose. So I'm asking you now, because we are cold and we are wet, I'm asking you, Holy Spirit, Spirit to use your heat now to dry us out. Empower us that we may do the work despite we are prisoners, but we are prisoners for you, Lord Jesus. Have thine own way as we wait for you now, as we will now have the prayer request in Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed. Feel free to visit our website at buntochrist.com for more content and information. Also, feel free to contact us at buntochrist70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have. May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.